Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. I was sitting in the seat beside my mom and her El Camino, and I was listening to a song by Hank Williams Jr. As I was listening to that song, there were a couple of cuss words in that song, and I turned to my mom and I said, if I'm just singing the song, is it okay if I sing the cuss words that are in the song? I was about 12. And she looked at me and she said, well, no, just because he sings them doesn't give you the right to sing them. And I replied, well, my sister does. And that launched a lecture on how my sister is older than me, and so she gets to do things that I don't get to do. That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I, it is hard sometimes for leaders to imagine that within their organization, their team, or their structure, there are those who believe that what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And because they believe that, and they've been told all their lives, everything is based on equity, equality, and fairness, and that whatever you do, I should be able to do. There really is no idea of seniority, privilege, respect, earned right, income. None of those are even in the notion of many of today's working workforce. The challenge with that is it makes it really hard as a leader to stay on the even ground of equality and yet allow the benefits of success and accomplishment to have their reward. See, John Maxwell is right when he said the law of the picture means that people do what people see. If you, as the boss, take a day off because you worked the entire weekend and you started at 6 a.m. and you left at 7 p.m. all five days this week. When you take off on a Wednesday for no apparent reason, everybody on your team thinks they can do the same thing too because, you know, people do what people see. Maybe you've seen that new commercial about the guy who's walking out the door and saying, have a great weekend, have a great weekend, have a great weekend. Everybody's like, it's Wednesday. Did I miss something? Are we supposed to have a long weekend? In his mind, he's got it all fixed up that because he got his paycheck on Wednesday instead of Friday, that the weekend is already here. He has money to spend. He should go spend it. Well, people do what people see. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. If you lead people to believe that they can do whatever you do, then as the leader of the team, you better be very cautious about what you do. Now, I know there are... Even in the world that I'm in, when, when people offer a, a product for sale and they attach to it hundreds of bonuses, you know, if you buy it by this date, you also get this. It's an offering from XYZ organization. Or if you buy it by this date, you also get this, which is another offering from another organization. And even in this world, even in this little microcosm of society, there are people who would say, well, I bought it two days ago. Why don't I get the bonus that came out as the incentive on the third day or the fifth day or the seventh day? And really what they're hoping for is that if I've already invested, if I've already done the right thing, the good thing, the smart thing, I should get all the same bonuses everybody else gets. 
Now, there are a few of those organizations that when they sell like that and they sell package A and it comes with bonus B on day one and then on day two it comes with bonus C, you either get bonus B or you get bonus C. You don't get both. If you bought on day one, you get that bonus. If you bought on day two, you get that bonus. Well, now all of a sudden people who bought on day one are like, well, I think the day two bonus is better. I want that one. And so most of these organizations have now just said, if you bought on day one and we added a bonus every day for five days, you get all five bonuses. If you bought on day five and you bought for the bonus on day five, you also get all five bonuses. So we've got an equal distribution to a degree. <clears throat> for the ones who didn't buy at all, well, you get nothing. You don't get the main product or any of the bonuses. Is that fair? Well, yeah. Because you didn't buy. You shouldn't get the bonuses. Well, the bonuses are free. No, the bonuses are an incentive. They're a reward. They're a gift. They're a thank you for investing in yourself and in whatever the product is that you bought. Some people have a hard time with that. Just like they have a hard time with if employee A is willing to come in early and stay late and work weekends and holidays because that fits their life situation. Maybe it's a single mom or a single dad and they need the extra income. Maybe they're just straight up single and they got nothing else to do and they want to earn all the income they can because they're going to buy a house. Whatever their motivation is, if they're the ones willing to pick up the extra shifts, to do the extra work, to show up early and leave late, their reward should be greater than those who skate in just in time to punch the time clock and wait at the time clock to punch out on the way out at the end of the day. Those are two different motivations, two different workloads, two different types of people. And there should be a reward for those who are willing to go the extra distance, to do the extra work, to put in the extra effort. But our society today has a hard time with that. They feel like, well, if you got a bonus check, if you got a commission check, if you got an overtime check, I should get one too. I know I didn't do anything to earn commission. I didn't do anything to earn the bonus. And I certainly didn't do any overtime. But if your check is better than my check, then I should have gotten the same check. And that's a bit of a problem. See, it kind of takes that people do what people see concept way over the top. It's, it's a whole lot of a misconception or misunderstanding. Some people think that what's good for the goose is good for the gander means that privilege should be separated out of business altogether. There should be no reward for working harder. There should be no reward for staying later. None of those things should exist. Equality means equal effort doesn't mean equal outcome. Equal outcome means equal outcome. We get the same no matter what happens. If I don't show up for three days, I still get the same paycheck. If I if I show up and I stay on my phone the whole time, I, I still get the same paycheck. If, if half the work that I do has to be redone by somebody else because I'm really not paying attention to what I'm doing, I should still get the same paycheck because, well, technically we have the same job. See where that problem comes in? But when people believe that people do what people see, there's a, a group of people who hear that and think, well, then I will just be a great role model and everyone will follow in my footsteps. There's some truth to that. What the leader does as an exemplary, exemplary effort is followed. It's modeled. It's mimicked. But then there's a group of people that don't believe that at all. They just believe that whatever outcome you have should be the outcome they have. Whatever paycheck, whatever vacation, whatever kind of car you drive, 
If the CEO of the company drives a Bentley, then everybody in the company should have a Bentley, even those who work part-time on Tuesdays only. What's good for the goose is good for the gander is their way of looking at the world. That's a, a bit of a problem when it comes to actual equity. See, when you have equity in a house, that means you've paid into it. If you've got equity in any investment, you've paid into it. You put in your side, whether it's sweat equity or it's money, you have invested equally or at least to some degree, into the final success. That's what equity means. Equity means I've poured some in. It doesn't mean equality that says, in the end, we all get the same payout. I mean, if you went in as a partner on a grocery store, and one person put up a million dollars and you put up $10, when the day comes to sell it, you don't get the same amount of money back. Now, hopefully you've made a significant return on your investment and your $10 has become a whole lot more than the 10 that you put in, but your payout will not be equal to the person who put in a million because they risked more. If you lost your money, would you want to lose the same million dollars they lost or just the 10 that you put in? That seems like a duh. But what's good for the goose is good for the gander would say, well, if you put in a million, I put in 10, we both get the same back, right? No, you don't. You get in equal to what you put in. Your payout is equal to your effort. Same in commission sales. It's the same when you're running your own business. It's the same when you have employees, when you have teams. It's the same when you have work ethic or you don't. Your rewards will be directly commensurate with the amount of effort or investment that you make. That's the way the world works. And anything other than that is a delusion that is causing a bigger problem in our social structure and our society. When people feel like from wherever they are and for whatever reason they believe it, my outcome should be exactly the same as yours regardless of the effort that I put in. There was a test done recently. I'm trying to remember exactly which school it was. But a college professor said, you know, if, if you really want to test this theory, many people would put it under the category of socialism, redistribution. She said, I'm, I'm glad to do that. Here's what we'll do. We'll take all of the test scores of the final exam and all of the check marks or, or benchmark tests between now and then. We'll put all those scores together and then we'll distribute them evenly across everybody's uh, scores, everybody's grades. And so the first time around, those who are sitting on 4.0 and even bonus points with a 4.2, 4.3 GPA, <clears throat> they brought everybody's average up. And so the people who didn't even show up to take the test still got just above a C+. Well, the next time around, the people who had put in all that effort to have a 4.0 realized it doesn't matter how hard I work on this test. There are going to be people who do absolutely nothing. And so they didn't put in the effort either. And the result was the entire class got a C minus. And by the time they got to the final exam, the average grade reflected the fact that everybody was mad. People do what people see. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. If you're going to be lazy and do nothing to study for this test even though I'm capable of, and it's been proven because I had a 4.0 GPA prior to this exercise, I'm going to do nothing. If my hard work, my extra study, my extra diligence isn't rewarded, why bother? And the end result was the entire class failed. Because they all realized that if you're going to do nothing and I'm going to do nothing, then nothing's going to get done. If you're not going to study and I'm not going to study, then nobody's going to study. And the end result will be we're all going to fail. Once that culture seeps into your organization, 
the idea that I will get the same return if I do nothing and you do all the work. Why would I work? Once that seeps into your culture, you're on your way out. Your organization is all but done. It's a cancer that will destroy you. People do what people see. And if they see that you can get rewarded for doing nothing, guess what they're going to do? Nothing. And if they see that you work all that extra time and extra hour and you still have to redistribute everything that you've got to fix those who did nothing, they don't want to work the extra hours. They've seen enough. As an organizational leader, it is your job to make sure that those who put in the extra effort are rewarded for it. Some would call that privilege. I call it the reward for actual work. It's not equity. It's not equality to pull everyone up to make sure that they have the exact same outcome when their effort and their investment are not the same. That's a delusion. We've got to spend more time as leaders asking the honest questions what does this organization look like when it's firing on all cylinders? When everyone is doing their role to their maximum potential. And if you've got people in a role who, with their best effort, can't keep up, find them another role. Maybe it's inside the company. Maybe it's not. But if they can't play as hard as the rest of the team, if they were not willing to do the work to show up to make the investment, maybe it's time to put somebody else in that spot. But believing that what's good for the goose is good for the gander, that all of the extra effort that one person puts in is only equal to the lack of effort someone else put in, that will destroy your organization. Be cautious of that. Take the time as a leader to get to know who's doing the work and who's not. Do your fair share to, to model for them what you expect to see in everybody on the team. A lazy leader will create a lazy team. A leader who expects the outcome to be the same for everybody will create a team who has the same outcome of nothing. A leader who's willing to make the investment to show up and pay the sacrificial price themselves, that leader will see other people who will do the same thing. And those who won't, help them find another opportunity. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already? And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my time.